0: The Buccaneers are getting some key players back, but could be without one of their most important players in a must-win game. That and more on today's episode of Locked on Bucs.
1: You are Locked on Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up and welcome into this Friday live episode of Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Day, we want to thank you for making Locked On Bucks' your first listener view every single day. Don't forget, you can subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts, and of course, you can follow everything on Twitter. I am James Jarco at Jarco underscore Bucks, joined by my favorite co-host, Mister David Harrison at D Harrison eighty two. I'm the deputy editor of SB Nation's BucksNation.com. David is a staff writer over at BucksGameDay.com, Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation site covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we are here with you every Monday through Friday, along with our everydayers and our every livers. And, of course, we want to share our appreciation for your continued support of the show. And now you can join the Locked On Bucks Insiders, where you get news, the inside scoop, and exclusive content delivered directly to your phone, plus one-on-one conversations with moi, Via text message, join the Locked On Bucks insiders now and be in the know all the time. Go to join subtext.com slash locked on bucks to sign up. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. A few minutes ago, I placed my very own DoorDash order to get my 11 layer lasagna from Spaghetti Warehouse here in Dayton. And it should be here before the show is over. So, big thank you to DoorDash for dinner place your order today using promo code lock 23 and stay tuned later in the episode to hear more from our friends at doordash uh
1: while we all try to digest the idea of 11 layers of lasagna on today's episode we are going to make some predictions give our keys to this weekend's game but first two tampa bay buccaneers are gonna miss this game and there may be another one actually first in the live chat it is locked on demon hunter demon hunter hello to you our friend yeah shut up Um, demon hunter in the live chat before i could even get in there to give our welcome message that i put in 11 minutes ahead of broadcast demon (laughs) hunter is is all over this thing really like that appreciate that david as well richard uh the ghost hunter gal that sounds like a youtube channel that you need to produce content for because that'd be awesome fausto daytona dad by the way dropped in on locked on commanders Definitely uh, appreciated that, Daytona Dad, so thanks for coming through for that as well. We will definitely get to the chat uh, here in a little bit, but James Jamel Dean is not going to get to the football field because he is going to miss this weekend's contest against the Atlanta Falcons with an ankle injury. Devin White is also going to miss this contest with a foot injury, and questionable is linebacker K.J. Britt with a back injury and Vita Veya with a toe injury, and I think that's got to clearly be... The most concerning part of the injury report outside of the guys that are already eliminated. Uh, Cleared to play, however, Chris Godwin, Levante David, Cervasier Dennis, Robert Hainsey, Josh Hayes, Cody Malk, and Tristan Wurfs.
0: Yeah, uh, the Vita Vea injury is a concern. We were all excited that Levante David was back, Cervasier Dennis was back, and we talked about that all the way back to Monday. Like, If you are going to stop this Atlanta Falcons rushing attack, especially when they put up over 150 yards the first time without Bijan Robinson, you've got to have Levante, you've got to have Cervassier. You had to have a combination of the three between David Dennis and Devin. Um, and they have that. But now all of a sudden, Vita Vea doesn't practice all week long and is questionable. So a little bit of optimism that he didn't practice and yet is still only questionable, not even doubtful, but questionable. But if Vina Vea is out. That throws a wrench in this entire thing because he is the anchor. He is the biggest best run-stuffer on this defense and it's him that creates opportunities for guys like you know David and Dennis and Kalijah Kansi and Yaya Diaby and and Joe Tryantinka like he's the dude. And if he's not on the field, it's
1: going to be bad news bucks. Yeah, I mean, look, when you watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, like Vita Vea is the sun, and everything else is the solar system that circles around the sun. And no, that is not a big Vita Vea joke, although he is a massive, <laughs> massive human being. Um, but it's just that's just the way it is. And if you are without Vita Vea, you've got to find a new pivot point if your top bulls for your defense to circle around. And you're missing your your most athletic, I suppose, uh, linebacker in Devin White. You've got your best linebacker in Levante David there, so that's great. But do you really anchor? A defense to the middle of the field typically you don't you want you want an attack point and i mean this this could be an opportunity for collage can to really kind of step up uh even more than he already has and show that he you know there's not a future hopefully for this defensive line without vita and collider for a long long time but show that he can carry a little bit of that weight not all the weight that's way too much uh to expect from a rookie but at least a little bit of it so we'll see how that goes obviously we're all gonna have our fingers crossed that vita can get out on the field for the Atlanta Falcons they're gonna be without linebacker Nate Landman defensive lineman uh, LaCale London offensive lineman Caleb McGarry and defensive lineman David Anya Mata who I have spent the last three off seasons hoping that the Buccaneers would sign but at <laughs> least he's not gonna be on the field to hurt this version of the Buccaneers questionable offensive lineman Drew Dahlman wide receiver Mac Collins cornerback Mike Hughes cornerback Jeff Okuda cornerback AJ Terrell a lot of cornerbacks Uh, And Cordero Patterson has, unfortunately for the Buccaneers, been cleared to play, which means Cordero Patterson will probably run for about 80 yards in a tutty.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, You you take a look at at who's out and obviously Nate Landman. um, Aaron Freeman talked about him on the crossover episode and how this team is not good against the tight end position. and. Even when they have their starting linebackers out there, they're still not very good. Uh, no demon hunter. It is not too many layers. Don't knock it until you try it, and uh, it's amazing. Um, but also something that that is really intriguing to me is the the status of all these corners. Like AJ Terrell was a full participant on Friday. He's in concussion protocol. It looks like he's going to be cleared and good to go but you have Jeff Okuda with the ankle injury you have Mike Hughes with a hand injury so i'm looking at Jeff Okuda here you know he's been limited he has missed some time and now all of a sudden he's dealing with this ankle injury he's questionable to play that's one of those where one one false move you know you go back to uh the 49ers game when Rashad White put Cuzzy on skates and he ended up being out for the year now uh a situation like that to Jeff Okuda with the ankle injury already, uh, that's that's going to play into the Buccaneers' favor. Now, don't again, I, I know it's one of my favorite sayings. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not rooting for an injury to one of these players. What I am saying is it it puts their um It puts their status in doubt to the point that these are injuries that can be tweaked, that can be inflamed, and can cause them to leave the game. So Okuda, again, is the number one guy that I'm circling here to keep an eye on because he may not play his full allotment of snaps if that ankle flares up.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at these corners are banged up. That's 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 an opening. That's an advantage that the Buccaneers' offense can have, and they need to take advantage of that. Hit in the live chat, real quick before we transition to our next segment. Brent O'Neill, yes, Levante David has been cleared uh, to play. So barring any setbacks, he should be out there on the field. Loving all the love you guys are sharing for Locked On Commanders. I greatly appreciate all of you uh, for that. Devin White is not playing, and David Stacks. Uh, my playback is not pausing, so I think that is an issue on your end, unfortunately, uh, for the show. But James. Some other issues that might come up, the Atlanta Falcons have something to say about who's going to win or lose this game. So let's get to that coming up next on today's episode of Locked on Bucks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Did the game go to timeout? Time to order in with
0: DoorDash. Is it halftime? That's ordering time. Two minute warning. You got it. That's your cue to order in. Order pizza, wings, soda, burgers, or even just buns on DoorDash and get it all delivered without missing the game. You can kick back and kick off with unbeatable deals on everything you need to watch party or tailgate and take advantage of all the local restaurants in your area. I got my dinner from a local staple by the name of Spaghetti Warehouse and have a huge slice of their 11 layer lasagna right here waiting for me. All of your favorite restaurants and stores from retail to grocery are on the app so you can shop everything that you need to get game day ready or get prepared before the game and stock up on your favorite appetizers and order all your tailgate gear on DoorDash, then get ready to watch your team win. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code locked 23, subject to change, terms apply. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code locked 23, L O C K E D, the number two, the number three, subject to change, terms apply.
1: thanks again for making locked on 11 layers of lasagna your first listener refers to you today and every day every dayers, make sure you come back after the game james is going to be going live saying a lot of things and he thinks that i'm going to be there because commanders aren't a buy but i don't know that he might be disappointed in that result locked on has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on youtube locked on sports today is here for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of locked on Plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports twenty four seven streaming channel. Look, I kid, but I do believe the Washington Commanders play in Cincinnati next year, or is it the Buccaneers that play in Cincinnati next year? I don't know. One of the sports yeah, the commanders, the Bucs played Cincinnati year. last year. Yeah, so the Commanders are going to Cincinnati next year. I will. I'm. I will absolutely try that eleven layer lasagna. I just don't know if I'll be able to fit it. That- just, oh,
0: I'll pick I'll pick you up. I'll take you out it'll be my treat uh oh. my, my favorite oh. is they do a trio where you get the 11 layer lasagna the fettuccine alfredo and
1: chicken parmesan and it, how um, how do you listen okay so pre-recording <laughs> we were talking about this guys and I, and I told him I'm gonna tell you right now it is absolute garbage that I'm the fat guy on this show <laughs> like I don't understand and I've been with this guy like combines we've been together again like I've seen the way he eats and drinks <laughs> And I do not understand what I have done to the universe to earn my fates. But James, nobody cares about that. Let's talk about the Buccaneers fates and what in the world this share method thing is that you have cooking up.
0: Yeah, my my key to the game is what I have dubbed the share method. And for those of you that are unaware of who share is, she had a huge hit, uh, well, multiple huge hits, but she had a big one back in the late 80s uh, called If I Could Turn Back Time and uh it's time to move chris godwin back to his regular spot and use him the way he's been used over the course of his career out of the slot The Falcons slot corners linebackers have absolutely no chance against Godwin. And that's what has made him so successful in that spot in the first place is the Buccaneers have found schematic mismatches for Chris Godwin against opposing teams, slot corners and linebackers. Canales and the Bucs made a conscious effort to move Godwin back to the outside or move him to the outside more this season. And as a result, the production has been down. In this game, it is a must-win. Here's a fun fact for you. The Buccaneers win this game. Their chance of making the playoffs are 52%. If they lose this game, 8%. So in a must-win game, go back to what made you successful in the first place. The Falcons are 25th in the NFL against tight end. Why is that relevant when Chris Godwin's wide receiver? Well, because scheming Godwin into mismatches opened things up against those linebackers, against those shallow defenders, which is where tight ends typically are. They're going into these short to intermediate routes over the middle of the field, and that's where Godwin is going to make his money. So not only is it going to help the Bucs move the chains, Get Chris Godwin into a rhythm, but now it's going to open things up down the field later in the game. When you're hyper-targeting Chris Godwin in those short to intermediate routes against linebackers in the middle of the field, Now, all of a sudden, the safeties have to start coming down to defend against it, and what happens then? Mike Evans is open 45 yards down the field because he's covered one-on-one because now all of the safety help has to crash down on what Chris Godwin is doing. If it it wasn't broken, you shouldn't have tried to fix it. Now it does need fixing. Go back to what worked before.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a great key to the game. My key is somewhat similar in that my key to this game is take care of the football and i know that's kind of a no duh key to the game but as it was mentioned in the live chat as we've been talking about on this show every day as you know it uh stop turning the ball over and it's not just baker mayfield but it certainly is baker mayfield uh baker mayfield has 17 turnover worthy plays now this season uh that's eighth most in the nfl that's higher ranking than the last time we had an update on Baker Mayfield turnover worthy plays. The Bucks are plus five in turnover margin somehow, uh, but they're minus three in the last four games. That includes two victories. So, you know, that's the good news is you're digging out wins even as you're turning the ball over, but that's not a sustainable model for success. Imagine what you could be doing if you're not turning the ball over. And it starts with Baker Mayfield, but really it's everybody on the team. But we are going to harp on Baker a little bit here against the Atlanta Falcons in week seven. The Buccaneers came out of that game plus one in the turnover margin. But because they gave away two possessions while taking away three they still lost by three points those turnovers that the the baker that the baker mayfields that the tampa bay Buccaneers had from baker mayfield uh were were the most costly of the entire thing baker mayfield throws an interception at the atlanta 11 that's points off the board baker mayfield fumbles at the atlanta 11 that's points off the board six to 12 point swing or sorry one was at the tampa bay 11 six to 12 point swings on those two plays the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could have won that game by three points or won that game for by nine points if those turnovers don't happen. It sounds simple, but take care of the stinking football. Um, that's it's a very quick key because that's how simple I would say simple it is to do, but that's how simple it is to ideate. But it's something that the Buccaneers have got to get back to, because when you go back to the early season success, that is something they were doing better at. So that's why they have this plus five turnover margin despite the minus three over the last four weeks is because they started on such a good turnover clip that they still are in uh, the green. But when you look at the recency of this turnover situation, they're not doing well in that department. James, we got a couple of things and a couple of minutes left in this segment to talk about the live chat. So somebody asked about uh, Mariah Godwin on uh, her tweets, her angry asks yes. It wasn't a tweet. It was an Instagram post. So I'll kind of quickly summarize all of that for those of you who may have missed it, but after last week's game, Todd Bowles was asked about why Chris Godwin is not getting more involved. Something that a certain co-host of mine, names James Jarko has been asking for weeks now. And Todd Bowles basically said he's still banged up. He's giving it all his all, but we're subbing him out a lot because he's still injured. Well, uh, pretty much everybody who has access to staff counts, which is pretty much everybody who has access to a computer, which is pretty much everybody found out very quickly that Todd Bowles was not correct. That's the way I'm going to say it on that assertion. And uh, Mariah Godwin also decided to go to Instagram like she does from time to time to reinforce that that was not a correct assertion. And that, in fact, Chris Godwin has been playing a very solid amount of snaps, even though he's been injured, even though he's been working through being banged up. Um, and that is not the reason that Chris Godwin is not getting the ball. Now, she also later on, a couple of days later, kind of went on Instagram and was like, you know, a lot of people are drawing some conclusions from what I said. And you shouldn't do that. What I said is what I said and nothing more. Don't read into it. But here's what I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to read into it, because if a spouse. Of a player is saying this publicly, you can pretty much bet that the uh, player has been saying inside the house for a little while now. So I do believe that Chris Godwin is frustrated. He did have a meeting with Dave Canales to talk about those frustrations. And uh, spoiler alert for segment three, I do expect those frustrations to get addressed this weekend.
0: Yes, yeah, squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? That's that's kind of been the popular saying, but the the squeaky wheel in this case was not public by the wheel itself. Uh, it was it was more uh, public by the Axel, I, I guess, is is the analogy that we're going to use there. Um, and I'll come out and say it. I, I know you're not going to say it because you have said it on the show before and, and gotten a lot of um, social media <laughs> kerfuffle over it. But Mariah flat out said, stop lying about Chris Godwin, like just straight. You know, it, that's what made her upset was that. He was blatantly being lied about, um, so yeah, I I fully expect Chris Godwin to be a major part of the game plan this week because of these issues. And you know, if if Dave Canales is watching this show, he knows exactly what needs to be done because I already laid it all out for him. Um, and another spoiler alert my uh my locked on Bucks burning question of the week on the Blitz on 10 Tampa Bay Sunday morning was indeed about Chris Godwin. but David, we're gonna hear what you have to say about Chris Godwin as we get into all of our predictions that is coming up next here on today's live episode of locked on Bucks. Prize Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And they're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just pick more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection sheet and watch your winnings roll in. Price picks is really simple to play, and I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what makes price picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. This week, I'm going with Baker Mayfield to have more than 223 and a half passing yards. Mike Evans, more than 67 and a half receiving yards. Kyle Pitts, fewer than 35 and a half receiving yards and Youngway Koo more than one and a half field goals made. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL, all lowercase for a first deposit match up to $100 price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. Wrapping things up here on a Friday live edition of the locked on a Bucks podcast and the bucks take on the Falcons this Sunday at 1 PM inside the house that Luda built in Atlanta. Catch every snap of the Buccaneers hometown broadcast on Sirius XM on the Sirius XM app. Just search Buccaneers while you're there. You might just hear a familiar voice during the game real quick before we get into predictions. I have to go back to the comments earlier after that, uh, that ad and and shout out Demon Hunter. He said, love your Mandalorian figure in the background. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, Demon Hunter, but I also have a Darth Vader on the way and I have a Wolverine coming uh, early next year. So I'm, I'm going to have to start to rearrange my backdrop here to include my my Star Wars and uh, Wolverine nerddom. But David, it is time to talk about our predictions for the game starting off with the bowl predictions and i'm going to go ahead and go first because that's what i said and i'm going with five sacks and a defensive touchdown so the atlanta falcons currently sit on the season with a negative three turnover differential now despite all the things that david just laid out in segment two there about the bucks turning over the ball and and baker kind of regressing compared to how he started the buccaneers are still plus five in turnover differential, and the Falcons have had just one defensive touchdown scored against them this season, while the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have one defensive touchdown this year. That, of course, was Shaq Barrett's pick six against the Chicago Bears, so I fully expect them to get after Desmond Ritter, disrupt him, uh, force him into some mistakes, and I don't know, maybe a certain player that should be leading. The NFL in Pro Bowl voting for safety takes one of these interceptions back to the house, and uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. gets himself into the
1: end zone. Yeah, y'all go vote for Antoine Winfield Jr. if you haven't already. Go, go vote for that young fellow. He definitely deserves uh, all the love. By, by the way, all of my Star Wars memorabilia you see in the frame of my my picture right now. You see it. All. Yeah, you you need to get on that. Uh, Chris Godwin, sixteen receptions on mm-hmm. Sunday. My Mm -hmm. bold prediction. And here's how I got that. Um, Somebody was very excited to see our score predictions. One of you is going to be very unhappy with my score prediction. Not because of the score prediction, but because how I came up with it. Because I'm me and I like to do things my own way. Uh, Chris Godwin's career high for receptions is 15 receptions in one game. That came against the Atlanta Falcons. It came on December 5th of last year against the Atlanta Falcons. It came on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, 16 catches. Chris Godwin is going to set a new career high a year later, give or take a few days because of NFL scheduling, but he's going to set a new career high against the same team he set his current career high. That is my bold prediction. That is my player prediction. Chris Godwin is the key to this game. Dave Canales said he's just as frustrated as Chris Godwin is that Chris Godwin is not getting the ball. The guy who talks to Baker Mayfield's helmet and says, Baker, here's the play. Here's the primary read is just as frustrated as the guy who has no choice but to run the route that's called Whether he's a primary target or not, that doesn't make any sense. That's absolutely not true. Dave Canales needs to make up for making one of his best players on this team very upset and get Chris Godwin the ball. Give him the Keyshawn Johnson uh, treatment and he will reward you with uh, career numbers like he has in the past. That coming up again here in just a moment.
0: Yeah, uh, there's no way. Dave Canales is as frustrated as Chris Godwin. And I like Dave Canales. I really, really do. You know, you're you're seeing the ebbs and flows and the learning curve of becoming a first-time offensive coordinator, first-time play caller. And, you know, we've seen we've seen some improvement. We've seen some regression. It's about continuing to learn and continuing to try to improve. And I I like a lot of what I've seen out of Dave Canales. I disliked some of what I've seen out of Dave Canales, but uh, certainly a guy that came into Tampa talking about how excited he was to have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin not utilizing Chris Godwin is a little bit of a head-scratcher. My predictive player of the game, by the way, I did see Demon Hunter in the chat ask who gets the defensive touchdown. Henfield. Uh, him himfield is going to get the, the defensive touchdown uh, from my bold prediction. My player prediction is Yaya Diaby. Uh, first and foremost, because I love saying Yaya Diaby. And uh, second off, I, I predicted five sacks, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rely on Joe Tryon Shwinka to get all those. I'm not gonna rely on Shack Barrett to get all those. I am going to call for Yaya Diaby to get the sack trick, uh, three sacks for Yaya Diaby. He is going to have a huge impact on this game because this is yet again. You know, I talked to to Aaron. I talked to Evan about how. You know, Kate Otten and Rashad White have been utilized a little bit more than they were the first time around against the Atlanta Falcons. Yaya Diaby, Servasier Dennis, these are a couple of other players that the Falcons didn't see a whole lot of in that first matchup. So I expect Diaby to have himself quite a game. Uh, score predictions, Demon Hunter, like a half an hour before this show started, said, you need to ask Evan to look back into his crystal ball now that Levante David is playing and see if he's going to change his score prediction because he did take the Falcons and said, I reserve the right to change my mind if Levante David plays. I reached out to Evan. I texted with him. He is going with the Atlanta Falcons 24 to 20 because now he is super concerned about Vita Vea not playing. So with that caveat, he is sticking with the Falcons to win this one 24 to 20. For those of you that listened or watched my crossover episode with Aaron Freeman of Locked On Falcons, you know I'm taking the Bucs and Illinois legend Chase McLaughlin's leg to break the hearts of Falcons fans uh, at the last second, the way Young Waiku did to the Bucks the first time around. I took the Bucks 23 to 21. David. You, know. you are the uh, you're the tiebreaker here.
1: Evan took the Falcons. I took the Bucks. What do you got? You know, I'm going to need David Baez. I think that's how you say it to stay out of my computer. I don't know how some of you guys hacked my computer on a nearly weekly basis, but how how dare you? It's so. some sort of David connection. That's what it is. I suppose. I suppose. Listen, I, I went heavy on the Chris Godwin stats and I'd mentioned it was Chris Godwin's career high for receptions in a game coming against the Atlanta Falcons coming about a year ago on the road against the Atlanta Falcons. Well, that game ended up in a 30 to 17 win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if Chris Godwin's going to set a new career high. They're going to win this game. 31 to 17. I love That's that. How I so. do it. That's how I do it, man. That's how I do it. And Evan is well aware of my score prediction. I hope he enjoys my justification. For it, James, real quick, we have a little bit of time. We had a question in the live chat that I do want to get to. Do you see the Buccaneers going to Kyle Trask if the playoffs get get out of reach? I say no. I think the Bucs already know what they have in Kyle, and they know they don't like it. I would also lean no uh,
0: just because if, if this coaching staff stays intact and Todd Bowles is still your head coach, Dave Canales is still your offensive coordinator. I think there is a strong desire for Baker Mayfield to be your quarterback next year within the Buccaneers organization. So you leave Baker in there. You continue. At at that point, you're troubleshooting. You are trying some things that you didn't do earlier in the season because at the end, the results don't really matter. So I, I think Baker stays in barring any kind of injury. But. We can talk about that more as the season goes on and we will be live Sunday following the game. Make sure to, uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel, turn on notifications so you know when we will be live reacting to this game between the Bucks and the Falcons. In the meantime, check out everything that David is doing over at Day.com. Check out my work over at BucksNation.com. Join the Locked On Bucks insiders. Join subtext.com slash locked on Bucks. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, fire the cannons. Thank you so much for joining us right here on Locked On Bucks.